he's stuck at home and he's locked the door. Lanny the lockdown loser. When the COVID spikes, it's a bad time for Lanny the lockdown loser. His emotional health is up shit creek, but we love to hear that sad sack speak. A brand new catchphrase every week. Oh, I don't know how to control the volume. The lockdown loser. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, that had a lot going on. Oh, layers. When technical oh, it's episode, it's episode yeah. three oh three. Three. I think. Yeah, it is. Classic Shut Lenny. Up, yeah, stop three, teasing three. me. <laughs> He's been hey, in lockdown normally, for a long time. <laughs> Lenny's normally gone by now. He's just hanging around. <laughs> Get this, out of here, Lenny. This podcast will be ninety percent Lenny by by the end of uh, the end of the year. I reckon it's just yeah. more and more Lenny every week. Just his catchphrase thirty nine. <laughs> his catchphrase oh, forty. I've got a list of random facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, g'day guys! It's me, David Beckham. <laughs> uh, but no, I like it. I like it. Um, I mean, I'm the only one that likes it. But for for me, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. in your family. I love yeah. Lenny Lockdown Loser. Yeah. I also know that it's finite. Like, Yeah, point, it's a Lenny, limited thing. Or Lenny is it? <laughs> yeah. Lenny the out of lockdown loser. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, hey, hey, episode 303, it's a palindrome. Oh, Ooh. it is. Palindromic. Not- When's the last time we had one of them? Four. Two, nine, two. Yeah. I, yeah. I, f- I feel like mathematically that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that does, does make a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that long say- ago. It was 11 episodes ago, guys. 11 yeah, episodes. Yeah. yeah. Were we in lockdown then? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got it all going on. It's, what is it, Thursday morning. Yeah. Carl's yep. had to put his a beard in a hair tie because it was scratching against his microphone. So yeah. much. He, he looks adorable. It does it's, look adorable. It, it hurt. It's really tight. I think this is what a facelift feels like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like tight and it's, it hurts to talk. But I'm not seeing a beer in Carl's hand. I don't know what's happened. I went to I, I, I went down to Coles this morning because we didn't have any stuff for um. I wouldn't sell you a beer this and early. They said it's too early in the morning to buy beer, dickhead. <laughs> yeah, and it was closed. Like the liquor land that's attached yeah. to the Coles there is is closed, and like and rightly so. Even it's- Australian liquor stores have standards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it opens at nine though. I thought it opened at ten. Like I was down there at eight. Getting yeah. like just fruit and veg because we we ran out and I did fruit veg and beer the morning yeah, staples, yeah. but um and then I'm like oh, I wonder if there's anywhere else that I could get it from and I was like <laughs> it's going to be the same everywhere so I don't have it and oh. then I was like maybe I should just have a whiskey and I was like that's I think that's a bridge too far yeah, yeah. Um, unless you're much. in a bath don't try it yeah 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 a tepid bath yeah. A tepid scotch yeah. bath uh, yeah. or a crisp cold morning beer. They're the, they're mm-hmm. the two degrees uh, and, and, yeah. and liquors will accept. Yeah. So, yeah, no beer, unfortunately. Okay. All right. I, and I like the fact they're closed, you know, because who's going to want to drink, um, buy beer in the morning? Yeah. Um, and then, But most people who would be out buying beer in the morning would be like, but I'm not going to drink it in the morning. I just want it for like, this is just when I'm out shopping. Yeah, but this you is literally wanted to drink it in the morning. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I've got to get my morning drink on, Coles. <laughs> just just one, sir? Just the one? Yes. It'd be open now. You dash down, do a quick runner. It opened at nine, but it had already been down there. And I came right, home right. with my, I, you know, when you drive a car a very long distance and then you get out and look at the front of the car and there's bugs all over it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That was my eyes this morning when I got home because the wind, <laughs> there was like just like shit blowing everywhere around here. I think because there's construction and things, so there's a lot of dust around. And I just had it. And it's all coated all over my eyes. When you said that, Carl, I had a vision of you as a car from the movie Cars. Yeah. <laughs> with a beard. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what sort of car would Carl be? Well, with a beard, it changes the whole car, I think. Uh, yeah, it does. I mean, I just think I'm. I've never seen cars. You're not missing much. Yeah, you're not. Well, now I want to see it more than ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a Cars 3, isn't there? Yeah, there's oh, Cars 3. Keep, keep them coming. Cars I've never three. seen that. Uh, one of them's a spy one, which is okay. Like That's the, the second if, one. The second one. When they get genre. Like, um, I yeah. like Fast and the Furious when they got into being from, when they transitioned from just being Cars into being Superheroes. Cars and Spies. Yeah, that, that's when that franchise took off as well. So maybe yeah. Cars, the Pixar, was just trying to follow in the footsteps. I think they Fast did that before Fast and the Furious. <gasps> Vin they, Diesel watched it and went, benchmark. hang on a minute. Mm-hmm. Hang on a minute. The second Cars movie is, um, for the age that it's pitched at, is really complicated. Yeah. Because it is spies and double agents and all this sort of stuff. Because I remember watching Cars with Alexander and he loved it because he was mm-hmm. a little kid. Which and then cars. we were like, oh, Cars yeah. 2. Let's watch Cars 2. And we had to keep explaining it to him and yeah. stuff because it was like, you know, I mean, he was 10 when he saw it. Mm-hmm. A bit slow. Yeah. But Cars, I mean, Cars, yeah. first one. Is no, he was very young when he saw it and it was very complicated. Yeah. Too much. Cars, the first one is your feel good sports flick, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Days of Thunder. Yeah, with, pretty much. Harry, yeah, with eyeballs. It is, without the wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> and Nicole Kidman. Oh, the two <laughs> things that make all movies great, wheelchairs and Nicole Kidman. <laughs> That's the magic formula. Has there ever been a movie with Nicole Kidman in a wheelchair? Not Ooh. yet. I mean, that's going to break the world when that I happens. Mean, wow. The, the Oscars will shut down. They'll be like, yeah. there's no point. There's no point even nominating because it's Nicole Kidman in a wheelchair. What are the Oscar movies for this year? Has anything come out this year? Uh, like Car- is Scooby Doo? Is Scooby Doo going to sweep the Oscars? Scooby- <laughs> <laughs> it's the only movie I know that's come out this year. Yeah, I guess we're a bit behind the eight ball because we can't go to the movies. Oh uh, yeah, I guess. Mm. Uh, I feel like you know there was there was that whole um, confusing um, Inception guy film. Oh uh, yeah, Tenet. that came out that we missed because we couldn't go and see it. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Everything's been heard pushed it was back. Crazy bad anyway. <laughs> yeah. My sister sent me a message just out of the blue from America going, don't see Tenant. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but it's one of okay. those ones where a, a lot of people hate it, but then there's this few people who are like, oh, I think it might be the best film that's ever been made. So, yeah. So you've got to oh. check it out. There's a chance you're in that demographic where you'll yeah. watch it and you'll be going like, why, why do people not like this film? Yeah. This film is right. unbelievable. But there's also a very even more probable chance that you'll hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say that there's something to do with time in it. Yeah. Like <laughs> the manipulation of time. You're Just, thinking of Doctor Who, know. mate. You're thinking of Doctor Who. I've got a crazy Who. idea that <laughs> I think he's fucking with time somehow. I don't know how. But I just, I just know. I think mm. Tenant takes place inside a dream, inside a dream in yeah. Inception. I think oh, all nice. of Christopher that Nolan's future, yeah, all of Christopher Nolan's future films are set inside a dream as part of Inception. Inside another dream, inside yeah. another film. That's his. That's which, the ending to all his films. It was all a dream. Which, which of his films don't have time play in them? I think that's the, that's the big question that he's yeah. answering this in this podcast. Batman. Well, in the second one, there's time with, well, I guess it's not time, but you know, he sends yeah, yeah. The tricks. That, so there's almost that play of time and location, yeah. I guess. Well, Rick's on the move. He is. Yeah. I set up Rick a question because I thought I was safe, but 
Bridget needed coffee, whatever. Oh. <laughs> and the sound of the coffee machine is not going to make for good podcasting. Right. I think that's Someone. the f- first live move we've had on the podcast oh ever. Oh, my God. It was like a 90s film clip. Yeah. <laughs> but it was seamless. Uh, yeah. It was purely visual. Look, the listeners needed, they didn't need to know about my my, my mobility. They would have heard it. Well, I, get- I need we need I need to draw attention to it because now I can explain the reason why I feel incredibly nauseous now. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, I did get a bit Blair Witchy, <laughs> and that's on me. It's on you, hundred percent on you. And also, how many you'll never times get out of these woods? You'll never get out of these woods alive. How many times have I told you, Rick? Don't, don't Blair Witch me. <laughs> no Blair it's Witching. One of, it's one of my favourite things to do. <laughs> it's the Blair Witching hour. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I did always wonder what happened to Blair from the facts of life. And now I know she became a witch. Yeah. yeah. It was on the cards. <laughs> it was on the cards. It was. She, she had was witch-like the, qualities. She was re- She was the rich kind of snooty one. Yeah. Wasn't, there, wasn't there a male Blair character in sitcom land somewhere? Who was that? Wasn't there a Blair yeah. in mm. sitcom slash TV drama? Like whose name was actually Blair. Yeah, yeah it was a male character mm. named Blair. I don't know. But speaking of sitcoms, that reminds me of um, Cheers because yes. that, I always go to Cheers because of the theme song for Cheers. Yep. Have any yes. of you watched um, Modern Love on, I think it's Amazon? No. no. It's, it's a series. I think it's written by the guy who wrote uh, Once and... Uh, oh, okay. Um, it's not a musical though. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's just a series of like short stories, like half hour yeah. Stories and it's using, pep- on, using on modern love, peppered with uh, peppered with your A-listers. Your oh yeah, your superstars, Tina, your Tina yeah. Fey. Yeah. yeah, all of those. Oh, cool. Um, and but the theme song to Modern Love is so Cheers esque. Uh, oh really? It, it brings a smile to my face uh, every time. Ah. Bridget said last night it's the favorite. It's her favorite thing about the show. Ah. Oh really? Well, well that's, that's not a good. The show's fine. Yeah, it's not a yeah. good thing for this. Yeah, great. <laughs> no, it's not just a really good theme song. Yeah, that, that that's if the show is great. What's that saying? Is it's it's an amazing theme song. If she yeah. loves the show. As well. So look, even if you don't want to watch the show, just check out the theme song just to get that Cheers feel. Yeah. Mm. Or watch Cheers. Oh, uh, nah. Cheers. Uh, cheers. <laughs> I don't know if Cheers travels well. No, it does. Cheers it is does. amazing. Cheers. I, I can't see Cheers not traveling well. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I watch Cheers regularly. It's on, yeah. it's on Channel 10 quite a bit. And like the, both eras of Cheers, and I define the Cheers the by uh, two things, Coach and Woody. And mm-hmm. then Diane and um, oh fuck, what's her name gone again? Um, the, Rebecca, Kirsty Alley, Rebecca, yeah, yeah, Rebecca. And uh, those both eras are coach is amazing. But what it is about Cheers that I love is it's a pure one location sitcom, and it is just like filmed live, start to finish. It's mm. so so great. Like I yeah, I love it. It's such a great ensemble work all the time and that's what i get when i watch it every time i just sit there in awe of this like perfectly um formed half hour of tv with such those great shows games. those sitcoms from that time are the biggest properties on streaming services like right. they spend like i think netflix paid 500 million dollars for like seinfeld or something like right. that you know, um, Friends is massive. Will and Grace, like anything from that sort of, because we don't get, we don't really tend to get sitcoms like that anymore. No, nah, there's the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, um, yeah, but that's another one as well that's worth hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars now. Then there's the the your smaller fries, like I think Two Broke Girls. I think right. Um, I see that, and that's one that I've never been interested in. How I Met Your Mother. 
How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, that was, but it's those was, it's those nineties into the noughties. They're yeah. like worth squillions and squillions of dollars, which is so I find it so strange. Like, because who's watching Friends going? Yeah, this holds up really well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Friends, uh, Friends is interesting because it just dropped on Netflix like earlier in the month, and it's always mm. when I turn on Netflix in the top ten. I'm like, surely, mm. like Friends is on TV all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, people been, are still watching it. Yeah, I've been sitting through some Friends episodes, um, and yeah, there's whole bits of it that did not travel well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is strange, but. I guess that's life. Because it's the guy who's behind Friends and who was around at the start, like Charles S. Burroughs, is the guy that did Tears. Yeah. And Frazier and Will and Grace. And, like, mm. he's just the – I don't know who he is. I don't know. I've never seen a picture of him. He must be super old now. Yeah. But he's like the goal, He's like the Midas touch for sitcoms. Like, yeah. I don't know he's, what it is. He's done a bunch of Curb as well. He's the oh, Willy, he? Wonka. Yeah. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka of sitcoms. Yeah. I think he's got think Oompa, Oompa Loompas are writing all the scripts. That's, that's <laughs> why they're so good. Yeah. yeah. That's why they've got a moral in all the episodes. <laughs> oh, Joey shit. and Chandler, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I could I could watch a Willy Wonka Friends crossover. I'd, I'd be yeah. into that. Yeah. Uh, I better give you some random facts. Yeah, you'd better. We're I'm, in a ho- I'm in a whole new location. Um. Now that I've moved, now that I've Blair Witched, I'm I'm free to random fact you. Uh, And I've got to get in there before Lenny the Lockdown Loser takes my gig. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In in the 1920s, as a joke, newly hired engineers at General Electric would be told to develop a frosted light bulb, which the experienced engineers believed to be impossible. But then in 1925, Marvin Pipkin got the assignment and astonished his peers by succeeding. (laughs) Ha-ha! (laughs) <laughs> so you mean frosted like one of those ones that's you can't see through like yeah it's slightly opaque but lets light through still yeah i don't i'm not 100 percent sure what a frosted light bulb is but they, uh, the general electric engineers thought it was impossible i feel like they right. weren't dreaming very big yeah, yeah that seems a bit like in terms of um in terms of glass in terms of practical what? jokes you think you would have aimed a little bit higher yeah yeah like if you're trying to think of an unachievable task i feel like i don't know frosted light bulb <laughs> Must have been well within the grasp. Obviously, Marvin Pipkin didn't take too long to sort it out. Yeah. He believed. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've seen a lot of frosted light. Uh, well, they didn't clothes. catch on. You know why? They're, they're stupid. You want the light don't to get light out. out. <laughs> let There's the light out. Yeah, but you can still buy them, can't you? Well, you can uh, get modern ones. Like, you can get plastic yeah. frosted and stuff, but I don't know about glass frosted. I don't know if I've... I mean, it's probably really? one of those ones where it's like... I've seen they're all it over, go, Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. But like LEDs and things are like all that sort of stuff, modern technology. But when I was a kid, all our globes, you could see like the filament and stuff inside. I don't think any of them were frosted. Oh, Carl. Huh? That Just says me? a lot about your youth. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't afford the frosted ones. <laughs> I reckon those experienced engineers knew it was achievable. They just couldn't figure out how to do it. Yeah. They're like, let's, ah. let's pretend it's a practical joke and get the new kids to work on it. Um, that way we don't look stupid for not being able to, you know, we just, we never even tried to do it because we thought it was impossible. We don't want them to know that we've been trying for years to crack the frosted glass caper. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, I, the, they're huge slackers and they're just like, I don't want to, do you want to do the front? Nah, that's shit. I've got much better <laughs> stuff to do than frosted bloody glow globe. And then they just go, hey, but you can't do this. Yeah. And Practic- then they kill him and take the credit. <laughs> yeah, me and Marvin Pipkin disappeared <laughs> in, a, in a shower of glass. 
<gasps> Frosted glass. What's going on? Ah, uh, well, Rick and I were both looking out. I was looking out the window because <laughs> I, I, like... I just felt a super cold breeze. It's getting nasty. Both of you looked off the edge of your screen and you're at the same time. At the same time, and you're next to each other on my screen. It looked like you just went for a quick patch. Like, oh, oh really? See, on yeah. my screen, we both looked the opposite way. We were both looking in the same direction. And it looked like you just went for a quick batchy patch. Well, that's really? weird. Yeah. That is weird. How does that work? You can drag people around on yeah, the screens now. I just don't know Zoom. how we could have both been going to the, into them into each other when we're both heading. I mean, this is fascinating, and I should move on because <laughs> if I had my phone, then, I'd send you a picture of it. But every now and then, you've got to admit that you're um, that you've really lost track of what podcasting's about. <laughs> don't you? Just every now and then, you've just got to admit it, and I'm admitting it now. I really forgot uh, about podcasting for a second there, and I just wanted to crack the code everyone, on the Zoom screen. Everyone just looked out the window at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> But I wonder how many people had a response to that and also looked out the window. When they heard that, they just <laughs> were like, silence, oh, like, and they just looked yeah. out the window as well. Uh, Over- it's a new segment we can add in, three minutes of silence to look out the window. Yeah. Hey, we do need some time detach. for quiet reflection. Yeah, yeah detach Tism, from the world. Tism is uh, releasing two new albums. One is an album full of songs after 20 years. I mean, that's uh, the kind of thing uh, for a musical band to yeah, do, is releasing an album full of songs. A, the the other is an album of 1,000 minutes of silence. Ah, there you go. So that's why I had to stipulate that the one was full of songs. The other is an album of silence. Um, I right. Why they're doing the silence? Tism. Classic and what, tism. And how do you get, does that get a play? Like who listened? Because you can't listen to it. There's nothing to listen to. Well, you I can't John... listen to it. You just wouldn't hear anything. I know, but a thousand that's minutes. What, I, that's what silence is. Yeah. I, I get the, like, what's, who was it? John Cage, like the four minute 30 something yeah. one of silence. That makes sense because four minutes, like people would listen to that. And in yeah. the streaming days, no one's going to listen. You're not going to get any money for it, a thousand, whatever it is. I'd, I'd probably make more money than they do on their other album on the silence album. <laughs> Maybe it's broken up into different um, tracks as well. Maybe, like yeah. 1,000 straight minutes of silence. It could yeah. Be- Four minutes and 31 seconds of track one of silence. For ten yeah. minutes and 15 seconds, track two of silence. Oh, okay. It'd be the perfect thing to play. And then, a, and then play. a secret track that goes for 700 seconds. It'd be the perfect thing to leave <laughs> playing minutes. overnight. And so you can right. just rack up coin. You pl- press play when you go to sleep and then rack up coin overnight. If you t- if you tism. If you tism. Yeah. Who's got copyright on silence, though? Me. That was the first thing I did when I turned 18 was I copyrighted silence. <laughs> that was my my explosion into adulthood. I copyrighted one. awkward pauses. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> and I copyrighted looking out the window at random times. <laughs> um, would you be better recording? Was it a 1,000 minutes or a 1,000 seconds? Uh, I think a 1,000 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Thousand would seconds. you be better making it like a 1,000 one-minute songs? So then you just put it on overnight and it's just clicking over because you get based per song that's streamed, not per whatever. Oh, so sure. one one long silence is a thousand minutes for one set yeah. or whatever. Right, right. When you'd be better just having like a minute, click, 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 or 10 seconds. You've got like 10,000 yeah, 10, yeah. songs or something. One second. One second. Sure. Why not? Let's just, just get Just make it one second. Yeah. yeah. Don't fucking around. Like silence, like, mate. Just. And then just be getting all the... I'm sure they've got it figured out because also on Spotify, like after you listen to people, they, they go to like an auto playlist. So they might get like just thrown in. That, yeah, that, just, oh, that, and you'd never it, even realise. You'd never realise. Yeah. yeah, right. Second of tism. 
guys, I think we're onto something. It's genius. And you can put that on shuffle, just as good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just as good. Best of. <laughs> Best of silence. <laughs> I did I did prefer track 309. Yeah. Um, that was some was pristine something silence. About it. Mm. Just had a little something to it. It had a super Tom York produced it. <laughs> that but minute. maybe Maybe you could record different types of silence. Like there is that awkward silence, like yeah. uh, mm. awkward silence on a first date. Um, mm. The silence. So each track has a title. Yeah. yeah. The s- <laughs> silence. Second each. First moment of silence when the kids have gone back to school. The yeah. silence when podcasters simultaneously look out the window. Yeah. <laughs> stop talking. All of these could be tracks and you could have your favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm into it. Mate. Look, if, just... if, Tism, if Tism aren't up to it, that's our first album. Yeah, one, but it's only one second. One second. Yeah, one second. Maybe need three seconds to really. Yeah, we get really a second each. Flavor. We get a second oh. each to name, uh, and 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 call our own and produce. If it's a second each, that you're like cutting your profits by three, like in thirds. If it's a if it's three seconds. Yeah, it's just one second. Yeah, one second. All right. Yeah, three you one second. One that, you were the one that pushed for that, Rick Brown. If I'm, you can't, I'm, yeah. But but then, but then once we started experiencing, you know, moving into different textures of silence, I thought is one second enough to really experience the texture. But then I feel like if you can't nail that texture in one second, yeah. you're never going to nail it. And I think that's something we tackle on our difficult sophomore album, where it's like <laughs> yeah. second album blues, like beyond beyond the yeah. silence. Yeah, yeah, it's a new silence. That's where we can extend ourselves like longer. It's it's like um, what is it? Prog rock. Mm. Yeah. It's so you know you have like seventeen minute songs of silence there. Yeah, yeah. that go on a journey. Journeys of silence. Yeah, yeah. By and I'm on lead this. silence. You, you are... <laughs> I'm on the synth silence. <laughs> the silence, lead silence. I mean, people really enjoyed my hardcore silence solo on track nine hundred. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that searing, cut loose. searing that silence solo. I'm still working on my drum silences. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm excited by our new direction. Yeah, my fat our beats. new direction. Oh, hello. <laughs> That's what I'm album. excited by. It's I've never album. made that connection before. That's a theatre. New direction. <laughs> it's the sound of a new direction. Sultry silences. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, now, listen up. All right. Over several decades, the city of Dallas, Texas, has lost every single one of 82 court cases against the same man, Robert Groden. Uh, and that's all the facts they give you, but I dug deeper. I needed to know that's more. The, yeah. That's the only, really? That's what, case, what cases is Groden bringing in? Is it they the same case or multiple every cases? Every time Groden walks through the door, they might be. They must be like, oh, fuck, Groden's back. Damn it. Yeah, no, they can, it's it's Dallas, Texas taking Robert Groden to court. They're trying, oh. to, take, they're trying to take Groden down. 82 oh. times they've tried to take Groden down, and 82 times the judges said, you're fucking joking. You've got nothing on Groden. What's Groden <laughs> doing that's causing such offence? <laughs> well, here's, here's, here's where it gets interesting because it's Dallas, Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Dallas, Texas has a dirty secret that they don't like to be famous for, and that is the grassy knoll. Right. Ah. Um, it's a very famous part of Dallas uh, <laughs> folklore, but they don't want anything to do with it. Dallas is like, stop talking about the grassy knoll. Nothing We're more than that. Nothing bad happened here. Ever. But Robert Groden, he's got a little business where he sets up a little table on the grassy knoll, 
and sells paraphernalia and he ah. lets tourists in because apparently the grassy knoll there's no signage there's no there's no way of knowing where the grassy knoll oh, is unless, okay. unless you know did they take the grassy knoll down and he's just put it I back think up it's again? Just a plaza now yeah right, I think right. it's, yeah i think they've gotten rid of all the grass but yeah Robert Groden knows where it is, as I'm sure do a lot of people. Yeah. But Robert Groden sets up his little table with little pamphlets, yeah. little grassy knoll souvenirs, little <gasps> booklets, information. And Dallas Texas is like, stop it. Stop it, Groden. And he's like, I'm not breaking any laws. It's and fact. They keep, they keep arresting him on, on bullshit charges. Oh, really? Um, and, and and every time, like 82 times, they've arrested him for stuff that he's not, that's not a crime. Like, it's yeah. like <laughs> they're like, you're under arrest for selling um, for selling stuff in a park. And then they go to court, and the judge goes, "That that's a plaza. That's not a park. Yeah, you're allowed to sell stuff in a plaza." And they're like, "Case dismissed." And they're like, "All right, you." Oh, I had a whole list of them, and I've forgotten. <laughs> you know why? It's the morning. <laughs> Carl likes to podcast. But suffice to say, they keep going uh, with charges that uh, are just slightly wrong. And yeah. and Robert Groden's like, uh, I think you'll find I don't need a license to set up a table in a plaza. Uh, he's probably ha- I have a license. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably a lawyer now. Like he's been to court so yeah. many times and understands the law so well that he's just I'll he's be always one step myself. ahead. Yeah. Why isn't that a film with Tom Hanks in it? <laughs> but you think well, at what point does Dallas, Texas just go, either we've got to start changing the laws so we can get Robert Groden. Yeah, just or leave Robert Groden. Just leave Groden alone. Because he's probably getting publicity. I mean, we know about it now, so exactly. I know what I'm going to do when I'm in Texas. He's got global reach. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like at what point? Surely around the what the thirty case mark, like the thirtieth time, the judge has gone. Can you stop with the Groden bashing, or you know, arrest him for something he's actually done wrong? Surely at the 30 mark, that's that's peak Can you imagine wasted the, time. The DA or whoever it is who's got like that boner for Groden. Like just like, <laughs> I'm gonna take Hold that it. motherfucker down. They should have like an Oliver Stone film about <laughs> trying to take down Groden, like they like they had for JFK. Groden's rules. <laughs> Maybe it's like the judge comes in, it's like all rise for the honorable Thomas Groden, and it's just his brother. <laughs> no, no. Hi, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um it's just also. That would cost a lot of money as well. You see, yeah. like someone going to court and all the proceedings around that and everything. Well, Groden would make a lot. State. Yeah, well, I mean, he would have made, uh, after the first 20 cases, he would have been able to counter sue for business lost, you know, and made made a bunch of money. So he's flush. That's so weird. Yeah, I just, I like the fact, it, it, it speaks volumes to bureau- bureaucracy. And, yeah. and it's yeah. stubbornness, the stubborn headedness of bureaucracy. <laughs> Happy to and how fail. many years? Like, how many years has that been going? Because you've been arrested that many times. Is it just like a weekly it's, occurrence? No, it's been going over several decades. Jesus. <gasps> several Jeez. decades, 82 court cases. Because, I mean, each court case takes, you know, the admin involved in a court yeah. case, Carl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you're yeah. no stranger to the law. <laughs> You probably probably get maybe four or five a year. It's a lifetime of court cases right there. Just yeah. always going to court. Does he get little frequent frequent court points or something like that? <laughs> little canteen stamps so he can get he a free donut. A, wins a gavel. <laughs> fifty wins. Fifty wins on the trot. He set up his own store at the at the courthouse as well. <laughs> he got arrested for that. It's not illegal. Uh, now I found out. I found an interesting fact about Mozart. Oh, Mozart had a sister 
Maria Anna, who was also an accomplished musician and composer and was Mozart's hero growing up. Quite possibly the more talented of the two. Oh, there we go, of course. She sometimes even received top billing when they went on tour on the Mozart family tour. Oh, right. Everyone's like, going to go see Mary Maria Anna. She's awesome. Little brother's there as well. Wolfgang. He's apparently got some chops, but he's no Maria Anna. Yeah. Wolfie. Um, Wolfgang down the, down the bill. Uh, so she was, she was the headline act when they went on tour, but then she was no longer taken on tour with her famous brother oh. once she reached marriageable age. Oh, God, of course. Damn it. Another talent. Lost to the patriarchy. <laughs> oh shit! Mariana awesome. Mozart. We would we would have all been talking about Mariana Mozart and her little I brother. I wonder if get any recordings. I wonder if there's any of her nothing recordings survived. out there. Nothing. No, what? Really? No compositions. No nothing. Nothing. Shit. That's nuts. Maybe all Mozart. History. Maybe a Wolfgang took credit for all of her. Uh, all of her. I reckon she was definitely ghostwriting for Wolfie. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon we've all been fans of Maria Anna Mozart this whole time because I yep. know how much we're always banging on about Mozart. We I love it. Love it. On this, on this podcast. Mozart multiple this, times Mozart podcast. that. Mostly Mozart. <laughs> That's our podcast name now. 50% of all this inter- interactions with us, all correspondents have been, could you talk less about Mozart? <laughs> we get it. Mozart's amazing. And all this whole time, we've been misdirecting our Mozart praise. It should have I been know. towards Maria Anna this whole time. I know, no one's coming and corrected us, so so fooey to them. Yeah. I mean, they can complain, but no one's coming and said, you're wrong, guys. It's Maria yeah. that you should be praising. Of all the angry emails we got saying talk less about Mozart, no one suggested mm. we should be talking more about Maria Anna. So Not shame a single on you, person. Business. Not one of you. <laughs> Disgrace. Yeah. I'm so out. I've- I feel like we're not to, solely to blame for this travesty of historical inaccuracy. Yeah. I feel like Miriam's read a book about that. Just remember seeing it on a night table and stuff like a bit about, I don't know, but I don't know if it was a, maybe one of those historical drama sort of ones where it's right. both. It's not, it's fact and fiction sort of thing. Woven. Who did she so marry? Woven. Do we know much about her? We need to dig deeper. Mm. Yeah. Where's the movie starring Tom Hanks? As her, as Wolfie, yeah, yeah. All oh, right. I think we all know Meryl Streep's going to play Maria Anna, yeah, yeah. as yeah. a child and as a yeah. teenager and as a woman and as an older woman, and yeah. also she'll be playing the husband and the father. My money yeah. is on Emma Stone. Oh no, Emily Blunt. <laughs> Why hasn't Meryl Streep done a Eddie Murphy style clumps movie, <laughs> but like a serious one? Right. She plays every single character. She plays every character, but it's not a comedy. It's not fat suits. Oh, it's just okay. her sheer acting ability. Yeah, Why right. does someone playing multiple characters always have to be jokey jokes, fat suits, mm. and farts? Mm-hmm. Why can't I be Meryl Streep choosing which daughter to die? Or, um, <laughs> you know, Meryl. <laughs> and she's the daughters. Which, yeah. daughters. which daughter? <laughs> yeah. I also, I don't know. It might have been a son and a daughter. It might have been two sons. I've oh, actually, always been know. too afraid to watch Sophie's Choice because it seems so sad, and Meryl Streep will get me right in the right in the feels. And I know you know what the movie is like. The whole movie, it's a, there's a spoiler in the title. Yeah, but like, that said, I also know what feel good sports sports flicks are going to be, and I'm happy to watch them yeah, time and time again. I know in. exactly what's yeah, going to happen in the film. You're going to be happy at the end of it, but this, you're going into this is going. Oh, I I'm guess going to have to pick a kid to die. And it's, it's a like, feel bad. Oh, it's a, I don't need to see that. Yeah, if I'm choosing between a feel good sports flick where I know what's going to happen and a feel bad 
pick which kid's going to die flick, yeah. I guess, yeah, it's a tougher choice, isn't it? It's a Sophie's choice was- of kind. <laughs> If it was like tea with Sophie, you'd be like, "Oh, cool, a Meryl Streep film. I'm going to watch." And at the and then the thing would happen. You'd be like, "Oh God!" And that mm. would be good. But going into that, you don't want to. Yeah. yeah, they no. should have. Yeah, they shouldn't have given such sizzle in the in the title. Have you yeah. guys uh, watched the new Charlie Kaufman film on Netflix? No, is it good? No, it is. Oh, it is. Yeah. It What's is it very called? very Kaufman. I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah, oh, looks that's good. right. Looks yeah. Good. Uh, it, it is. It's great, but it, it's it's also one of those ones where you like, yeah, it's super super Charlie Kaufman, like, classic like, Kaufman. You're like uh, about a quarter of the way, and you're like, ah, oh, that's right. But yeah, uh, it's ah, oh, that's it, right. You're fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be weird, uh, and it continues to be very weird all the way through, but in a very compelling way. Um, right. Yeah. I, I I had to watch it in two sittings because I got a bit dozy the first time. Classic uh, Geary. Classic me. endorsement. But, uh, classic Geary. No, 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 classic just, Charlie. Just, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I did enjoy it. It, it. it was one of those ones that kept me thinking after the after the credits rolled. That, no, that was you dreaming. That was oh, not sorry. thinking. That's, <laughs> oh, right. You were sleeping dreaming. I was wondering why there were so many kangaroos in the film. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, Charlie Kaufman? <laughs> They're all John, Mel- John Malkovich? No, that's yeah. not. Is it? Yeah, yeah, he wrote that. Yeah, yeah he wrote that. John Malkovich is stuck in a well. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been better if I hadn't lost confidence in my joke halfway through it. <laughs> but hey, I'll edit it out later. Yeah, it's the morning. Um, I watched um the David Attenborough thing, A Life on Our Planet. That's, oh yeah, it's good because it's him talking because he's been in nature for Can't go like wrong. 150 years or something. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's good that someone like him is saying all that stuff because he's been there the whole time and. Seen it all firsthand and stuff. If anyone knows, Attenborough knows. Yeah. Oh, he does. He does. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. going to listen to him, though? Everyone. Everyone. But everyone. What are they going to do man. about it? Nothing. Everyone will listen to him. Everyone will go, he's making some great points. It is a shame what's going on. And then they'll go, but what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> what are you, you going to do? What are you, you going to do? You, you're showing us a lot of problems, David Attenborough. You're offering some possible solutions, David Attenborough. But I still want to buy my cucumbers in a plastic wrap. What are the solutions that involve not having to change anything, David Attenborough? (laughs) They're the solutions we're looking for. We want to continue as normal, but things we want things not to be as bad. Is there a a way to achieve that? I got a bit adventurous in the kitchen yesterday. I uh, well, I mean, it was a very simple dish, but but I I did some uh, roasted tomato soup. Um, so I roasted, uh, bought a really bunch roasted. of tomatoes, roasted them uh, in the oven with some olive oil. You're and like, garlic. hey, tomatoes, you're fat and stupid. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, but the but the the challenging thing I did uh, yesterday, or a different thing that I did yesterday, was made some fresh grassini to go with the soup. I'm uh, sort of some rosemary grassini, um, and uh, yeah, it was it was really interesting. I little thin like, crispy breads. Yeah, little thin crispy breads with a milk base, no water in the uh, in yeah, the. Fuck water fuck it well. um and yeah it was uh it was really good so yeah mm. that, was, that was a bit of a cooking adventure yesterday i, I got I, I got emboldened i woke up and i was having my coffee in the kitchen <gasps> i looked to my right and there was cookbooks and i was like oh, i'm gonna crack one of them today yeah um and i got as far as carl's out the window again <laughs> sorry people walk past and it needs cool. a bit of focus <laughs> <laughs> distracted <laughs> we do uh, lose him and just close the curtains, Carl. Yeah, close it, Carl. Turn a lamp on. It's my nah. yearning place. <laughs> um, I was watching, I saw some footage the other day of a drone 
at a very busy beach um, with people all swimming to a certain point because that's yep. where the water starts to get deep. So mm-hmm. the majority of the people there. And about two meters away is a great white shark. Oh, uh, Jesus. And I was like, oh, my God. And so the drone alerted people and everyone got out of the water. But then there are people going, this happens a lot more than people realize. Yeah. Like most of the times the shark just doesn't do anything. Yeah. But that you're often in water a couple of meters away from a great white shark, <laughs> which is terrifying. Uh, yeah. I- I'm foreseeing a lot of ocean-going adventures for Carl in upcoming summers. That's yes. what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that Carl's going to be even more excited about going to the beach from here on in. Body surfing. I just, now I'm like, I don't even want to go into the water now. Like, I'm happy to go. If there's waves and stuff, I'm like, yeah, cool, awesome. You know where sharks but live, Carl? Like, they live oh. under the waves. That, yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. But you that's don't even want to know now, what's on the beach, what's on the sand. Oh, once the drones on, expose that. We turn on like, like sometimes we turn on the ABC News just to catch whatever, and they have the things flowing down the bottom, like yep. stories and stuff like that. I swear to God, we watch like five minutes of the news, and there's like man in WA taken by great white shark. Yeah, don't, don't go surfing one, in like, WA. No, but anywhere surfer in North Queensland taken by great white shark. Like just fucking, there's shark attacks everywhere now. <laughs> man shopping at Coles taken by <laughs> shark. Taken by great white shark. <laughs> Ten AM liquor man. <laughs> <laughs> shark security. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's good that the numbers are rising and coming back and all that sort of stuff, but it's just like, I, you know what? You can have your environment. I don't, I'm just going to have a swimming pool or something. Yeah. Carl, Carl just wants to dip a little shower, ice cold shower. Doesn't want, to, just, mess with, doesn't want to mess yeah. with the ocean. It's only or a matter of time. Baths, you know, those, you know, those places where you can go where they've sectioned off certain parts. Yeah, of the you know, like Brighton Bars has bars in the water, so right, sharks right. can't get in there. You want nicely controlled ocean adventures. Yes, yes I do. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see yeah. what we can do. We'll get like onto a- Attenborough. He'll fix it for you. Yeah. Loves- and now I'm like, because Alexander loves water and is like fearless in a bad way. Until he gets eaten by a shark. Show well, him Jaws. Yeah, Show him Jaws true. when he's far too young to watch it. You know, I mean, yeah, I know all about that. Yeah, <laughs> you love that shit. Gotta give him a bit of the Carl experience, just a taste. Yeah, of it. true. You know, just that—that's just the thin edge of the Carl childhood trauma. He needs more um, fear in his life. Yeah, and yeah, and that's going to serve two purposes. Him. Yeah, yeah, it'll give him a little taste. You know, yep. it'll form a bond between the two of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, watching inappropriately scary things at a yep. Yep. young age. And mm-hmm. also, he'll be less inclined to want to go to the beach. That suits you just fine. Yeah, it does. I mean, that's win-win, Carl. Traumatize your kid for the sake of everyone. <laughs> you have to spend less time at the beach. <laughs> There's no downside. And then show him that's the good. footage. That's good. That's good. Then show him the footage of sharks dressed as people on the beach. Oh, but that's going to make sharks approachable. Oh, yeah. You don't want to yeah. humanize a shark. No. Unless they've got a person hanging out of their mouth. Yeah. That's true. Just like, a, like you know, chewing on it like a whatever, a <laughs> yeah. food, something, like, food stuff. Like a food stuff. Yeah. Specificity food. has gone people out like of the window. Today. <laughs> people like chewing on different foods. Ducks chew on whatever you like to eat. Whatever. You just make your choice. <laughs> oh, I saw another thing as well. Um, so auto cars, like self, you know, autonomous vehicles. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. People in Germany hacked like a billboard to flash up for like half a second stop and the car registers it and just slams the brakes on. Right. And they've done things where they've projected stuff onto a road just, again, incredibly quickly and the car will swerve out of the way just automatically. 
Right. So there's a whole new problem with uh, autonomous vehicles now that they're, they're incredibly easy because they thought, oh, we could, you know, flash a sign up somewhere really quickly and all that. They just went and hacked a billboard. Right. Like a, a roadside billboard and just had stop on there. So just, hackers are like, do better. We could take over your cars like this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could just slam cars into other cars and slam brakes on. And yeah, yeah. Anyway. So we were so close. <laughs> but then people had to ruin it. Yeah. So the problem with driverless cars is that people are still fuckwits. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. just can't. They don't want us to be happy. They don't want us to have nice things. They don't want us to be driven around by driverless cars where we can all relax and just play apps on our phone. No, <laughs> they want us to be stuck, like it's driving. Probably, in. It's probably Uber behind the whole thing. <laughs> like but Uber want cars as well. Uh, Uber yeah. don't want Uber you know, don't drivers because yeah, then course. you don't have to pay them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They're on, and they're looking at um, like. Uh, driverless aircraft. Aircraft as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, air taxis and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I've got another random fact. In 2006, to understand and uh, the phrase to understand and protect the home planet was quietly removed from NASA's mission statement in 2006. So they used to have that as part of their their Ah. overall, their overarching goal was to not just space, they also wanted to understand and protect the home planet, Earth. Well, I'm assuming that. They're not very specific, and it might have been written by alien overlords. Oh, uh, yeah. So they might be talking about a different home planet. I'm assuming. Uh, so. um, and in 2006, they went, do we really need to, though? Let's just focus on space. Look at Mars. Yeah. Let's <laughs> focus on Mars. Earth can take. Earth can sort its own shit out. Uh, and I don't know. Well, they just, for maybe it. it was in 2006 they were like, We've, we've run the projections and Earth is fucked. So let's yeah, just yeah. take that out because we don't want to be seen as yeah. responsible yeah, otherwise for letting that happen. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You guys were supposed to understand and yeah. protect <laughs> the home planet and yet the home planet is fucked. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it was. It was a liability issue. Yeah, that was yeah, like, yeah. oops. I think um, your man, what was his name? Ro- the Dallas, Texas man. Oh, Robert oh. Groden. Yeah. I think Robert Groden worked for NASA at some point, and he's like, "Look, if you if you want to get this case thrown out of court, you've got to remove this from your mission statement." Yeah, <laughs> I know how to be blameless in the eyes of the law. Yeah, to observe, they replace it with to observe and dominate the home planet. Yeah, uh, destroy. So I think we should always be trying trying to Groden things. We should always be Grodening. Always, always be Grodening. ABG. Always be Grodening. Always, always find the find the way through the law. Fly the legal loophole. Yeah. Um, I wonder why no one set up competition. Like he must be really well known. And other people are just when people see something do someone doing something, they're like, "Hey, he's making a buck. I'm going to do that as well." And like just set up next to him on the grassy knoll. Yeah. Well, as well, I d- he can't be the only one there. Yeah. He's, or he's the only one that knows how to get out of it. And yeah. so there's been heaps of people going through it and they're all in jail. Yeah. For life. Shut down. <laughs> yeah, on death row. <laughs> death row. <laughs> Just like you and your cardboard table. He's the one who knows, ex- the only person who knows exactly what happened on the grassy knoll. Yeah. Or maybe he's just like a master yeah. hypnotist and he just goes into court and just hypnotizes everyone <laughs> in the room. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, you are free to go. Jedi mind tricks. Yeah. Every and time later he puts on, his, they're like, he puts what? his hand on the Bible. He goes, I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and now sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the whole truth, and you are feeling sleepy. Surely, if he had that power, he'd go, and never get me back in the court again. No, every he loves it. Hear, every time you hear a dog bark, your sphincter itches and wake. <laughs> 
Um, while we're on um, the grassy knoll, uh, mm. we've got, I've got a Rose Kennedy fact. Rose Kennedy, the mother of JFK, outlived oh. four of her children, her husband, yeah. three grandchildren, three son-in-laws, and Jackie Kennedy before dying at the age of 104. Wow. There was a curse, though. There was, like, apparently some gypsy or fortune teller or someone put a curse on her mm. saying something along those lines. You will and then see everyone's like, oh, my God, it came that. true. You something will live like forever. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was something like that. What she did across a, a, a witch that badly? I don't know. It was Blair a, from the Facts of Blair. Life. Yeah, Blair. Yeah, she got that show cancelled. <laughs> Blair like, came for it. Yeah, and Blair was like, you're fucked. You're fucked, Rose. <laughs> oh, Rose. You're fucked. <laughs> Not you, though. Everyone around you's fucked. Yeah. You just get to and watch, Rose. The worst fuck- fuckery of all. And, she's, and then Rose is like, Blair, for it. A uh, hoity-toity uh, rich young lady, you sound a lot like a broad Australian ochre. I mean, it's really me, Meryl Street. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I've oh. got a list of famous uh, fictional characters named Blair. Thanks Ooh. to Wikipedia. Uh, so there is uh, Blair Kramer uh, from One Life to Live. That We wouldn't know that. No. Blair, Blair Dame, a character in Street Fighter EX. Was there Blair no, Wardoff, Gossip Girl, Blair Warner, Facts of Life? Was there Blair a guy Warner. from, um, you know, that straight laced guy from uh, like Happy Days and and um, Married with Children? You know that he was like, oh, the, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Roger E. Ginley or something. Or yeah, did he have yeah, a name yeah, like yeah. Blair in one of those or something like that? Oh. It's not on this. He was list. in Revenge of the Nerds as well. He was like oh. the big, he was the jock. He was the jock. You're yes, right. There's a, there's a film that doesn't stand up. No. 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 <laughs> hey, nerd, no. I think that's called rape. <laughs> you won the sporting contest by taking performance-enhancing drugs. That's why you won that sporting contest. That's not outsmarting the system. That's cheating, nerds. <laughs> but... Look what it led us to, like to people like Mark Zuckerberg and stuff like that. It's hard. It's hard to change the title to "Rapey Cheaty Nerds." Like it's. (laughs) I think that was the direct translation in China. (laughs) Rapey Chinese. (laughs) Way ho. Uh, So there's no more. No more famous Blairs. Nah, it's it's not a really. No, I thought no. There was, I thought there was a, a one more famous than the Facts of Life, but there's not. That's that's your famous, unless you're a Gossip Girl fan, or uh, or a Barbie Princess Charm School fan, uh, which I am. Both of those things. Yeah, I had a friend called Blair, and he was a, a bit witch? of a crazy guy. Ah, uh, no, possibly a witch, a wizard of just like doing crazy things. Like what? Give us like one just- crazy Blair antic that's safe for our. Clearly, family-friendly podcast. <laughs> just running and jumping off a three-story building, paco paco, and just hitting the ground and being unconscious, and then kind of getting up and his legs all mang- like just messed up. You're like just crazy right. riding bikes into walls. Yeah, riding okay. bikes into like where's Blair like today, Carl? Lower walls, mm-hmm. low walls. So he'll go over the top. So he just style. like slingshots right. through the into like tr- he just ride. Into trees, like what, on bikes. Was, just was Blair perhaps a troubled wizard who got expelled from Hogwarts, and he was just trying to get back into, like, ride through the wall into the, <laughs> um, Station <laughs> Nine and Three Quarters, find a portal somewhere, somehow. <laughs> he moved it somewhere. Yeah. yeah, this wall is a portkey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
He's just trying to get back. He's just trying to get back to Hogwarts. But he's, I was better friends with his younger brother, but their whole, it was like a family of like five boys and they were all nuts. And the older right. boys would just go after the young boys, like, like hog tie them and hang them from doors and stuff. Like right. just nuts. Just like, the original jackass gang. Yeah, yes. pretty much. Yeah. They were like a jackass family, like just ridiculous. Well, there's a, there's a sitcom we haven't seen yet. Jackass, the jackass family. family. <laughs> <laughs> with Blair. The we can, well, we kind of have all the jackass movies are kind of like that. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, um, where, oh, fuck. Where is um, Blair now? I have no idea. You haven't kept tabs on Crazy Blair? No. A, what kind no. of friend are you, Carl? When's the last time you saw Blair? Oh, I reckon on Morty Pier, <laughs> like a long time ago. He jumped like, straight was, into the mouth of a shark. <laughs> well, he used to just, he would do bike stuff, like just right. with Right off bike, the pier. Right off the pier. It does sound like sick. a lot of his crazy antics involved bikes. That was well, his weapon of choice. The, it was the age, but also like he, I remember one time he was like, "Hey, car," and he's got like a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, and he just runs and throws himself off the pier. It just like does like flips, like uncontrolled flips and everything. Yeah, yeah. smashes into the water, gets out of the water, <laughs> swims over, comes up, and the cigarette's still hanging out of his <laughs> mouth. Just was kind of all soggy and stuff. He's just, but he was funny. He was a really funny guy. <laughs> And just crazy. But he wasn't like a, he wasn't like, he didn't get into fights and things like that. Like I reckon just... Blair owns a motorboat company now. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. It seems just feasible. Crashing boats into things. <laughs> just like face off, crashing boats and flying out. No, no, sorry. You misunderstand. It's not the, it's not the, the, the watercraft. He, he owns a very low key specific brothel. Yeah. All oh, right. <laughs> very niche. It serves a, <gasps> hey, Carl. Very niche purpose. His motorboat car. Uh, <laughs> shit. Um, his brother, he, who I was better friends with, used to have like a mullet. Like he'd have like short hair and a mullet. But this was back in the day where that was kind. It was out of fashion, but he still had it. So and Keith like, and Blair. What were the other brothers' names? Heath, name? Heath with an H. Right. You know what? I didn't actually know their bro- other brothers. I didn't know their names. They were All like right. enough. Old, they were adults. Yep. Almost, I think. So I didn't really know them. They'd already um, gone into the motorboating business. Yes. <laughs> um, so oh, he was getting a haircut one day and I'm like, get like shave the back off, like get it cut short and stuff. He's like, oh, no, I like it. I like it. Anyway, he mother. does. And I see him and he comes up and he shoves me. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I cut the back of my hair like you said. And I'm like, yeah. And he turns around and he's, he's the back of his head is like the head of alien. Like it's this really long bulbous head and so when he's got the mullet it kind of just goes straight down and you can't see it right but when he cut all the hair off it's just this big jut at the back of his head it was hilarious was that the last time you suggested a hairstyle for anyone carl no i was just like oh my god this is like a power that i have that i've got to go use i can ruin lives <laughs> i understand just- the shape of your head better than you do i would he make grew a- it straight out <laughs> afterwards as well which rightly so, because it was weird. I don't think that's on you that he's got a weird ass head. If I knew he had a weird ass head, I wouldn't have told him to cut no, his hair either. That's right. You you can't you can't be in the know about that sort of thing. That's between him and his hairdresser, whoever that may be. It might have been a family member, might have been a professional. But they're the ones who should have said, I don't know if we should cut this hair because your head is, is weird. But weirdly, why did he do it? Like, is that the first time did he, I mean he must have known? Just no, like, you didn't know. You didn't well, see the back like, of your head. He's yeah, like how 16. often he's seen? 
He, he must have had a lot of haircuts in the day and have people go, you're going to He was like, that, that really cool guy, Carl wants me to cut, his, cut my hair. I'm going to do it. We're going to be best friends forever. <laughs> Maybe that's your secret. Maybe that is your secret power. The hair whisperer. Oh. But like whatever hairstyle you tell people to get, they will get. Yeah. And it all looks shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a great power, no, but it's, it's yours, not. Carl. And it may not happen right away either, It'll, it, it, but it just kind of, it just seeps in. Like you, you tell people and like within six months, they've given it a go. Mm. And they're like, fuck Carl. Mm. I told Donald Trump that. I said, dude, you should get your hair cut. And look. Tan. Look what happened. I love his tan because it just doesn't go everywhere. It's just, it's like clown makeup where it's just long around here. His throat's not the color. Yeah, it's his just. hands aren't the color. It's, it's just, not important. It's, it's like straight on. One, it says a like lot about him one because. One dimension across his face. Yeah, it says a lot about him because it's only in the places that he can see. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the exact, the exact MO of. of <gasps> it's like, well, I see this part, so it looks great to me. <laughs> Adorable. Adorable. Have you got any more facts? Because I've got something. Carl's no, list. You go. I'm done. I'd like some Carl's okay. list. So I was walking my dog the other day. Yeah. And um, she and just said, hey, dro- dog, you should get a mohawk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I woke up with her standing over me that night. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was walking her the other day and she just drops to the ground like really quickly and just starts like attacking her back leg. Really? Like why, weirdly, really strange. And I'm like, oh, what's that? Anyway, she gets devil's up. Devil's leg. She's got the devil's leg. <laughs> She's got the devil in her leg. In her hind leg. In her, I think it was her back back left leg. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we keep walking a bit. We go across the road. And sometimes if it's not busy or in a quiet place and there's roads, she's off the leash and she knows to stop and then go across the road quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she walked across the road and she just plops in, this, in the middle of the road and starts biting at her leg again. That's not I'm right. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, she gets up. We keep walking. She just stops for like 10 seconds and doesn't walk anymore and just stays there and then keeps walking. Then she like just stops and poops. And then I clean the poop up and she's behind me and I turn around and she's like lying on the ground like a sphinx, like, you know, like how they do. Yeah. But yeah. arms out, head between her thing and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't think she's right. I think something's wrong. Maybe something bit her or something. Devil's so, so I start. So we start walking home. And she takes, she walks for about five meters and then just stops again. I look at her and then she just lays down on the ground. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. So I scoop her up and I walk home and Miriam sees her. She's like, oh, what's wrong? So we put her down and Alexander's there. We're you put all- her down? That's a, yeah. that's, that, ha- that escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I cut to the end of the story because <laughs> we're running out of time. Um, we placed her on the ground oh, and right. we all gathered all around right. and we're all patting and her. stuff. And normally she would love that. That would be the best thing ever. And then she gets up and she goes, walks under the dining table. Cause that's, there's all chair legs. That's like yeah, a yeah. safe space. Like if we're mucking around chasing her, she knows she can hide under there. Um, and so we're like, Oh, we're not sure what's going on. And then we'll, we'll look, I'm checking her back leg. I can't feel anything. And Mary goes, Oh, look, I gave her a snack earlier. Maybe it's, you know, and she woofed it down really quick where she's supposed to, it was, it was quite chocolate. a chewable, Dark yeah, chocolate. Yeah. yeah. I gave her a, a family block. <laughs> um, and so we're like, oh, maybe it's the food and stuff. And then she's kind of not great. And then, I don't know, I go somewhere else and I come back and she's vomited in the kitchen and it's like human-sized vomit. I'm oh, like, oh, Jesus. it must have been a thing she ate then. And so Miriam now going to go to the park and I, I'm staying with the dog and I keep checking on her. She's asleep and she's fine and everything. And then 
they come home and she's all excited and like, oh, I think she's better. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Mary plays this game with her where she gets her shoes like when she comes home from work and stuff. And the dog goes nuts. It's the best thing in the world for the dog. And the dog puts the shoe in her mouth and is like, nah, and puts it down and then just lays on the ground again. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, let's take her to the vet. So she gets into the vet and um, she's got um, COVID-19. Find, it's a, yeah, it's a bee sting. And she's allergic to bees. Oh, no. Oh, she got bitten by a bee. But I looked it up as well and I'm like, oh, maybe it was a bee. I look it up and it's like, it's very rare for dogs to be allergic to bees. Um, and if it does, their face will swell up quite quickly and, you know, all this sort of stuff. And she didn't have anything like that. Right. Because normally they get stung on the face because they put their face on the ground and yeah. that's where the bees are and stuff. So now, now we have a dog that every time we take her for a walk, we have to take an EpiPen with us. Oh, no. <laughs> So it's just like if she goes all weird again, we can like Uma Thurman her oh. to get to like woo. That, that so, dog better really be careful about how weird it acts. Like just when yeah. it's fine, yeah, yeah, like you know how dogs are just sometimes oh. a bit weird. You're just like bang, yeah. oh. or maybe it'll get addicted to the adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just be like, oh, but I'm really sick again. Oops. It's a kid's one. It's a kid's epipen. But then I was thinking, wouldn't there be like, do you reckon there are black markets in epipens and stuff like? Because so many p- kids at school have to have EpiPens now. Right. Mm. That you Because I don't know what it's like to have a shot of adrenaline, but I imagine it's like, oh! Couldn't be bad. Nah. Or it explodes your heart or something. I don't know. Oh, I mean, Next, sure, eventually long-term yeah. problems, but yeah, right, in the moment, right. that's what we're all about. Well, let's Living order some now. from the internet and next podcast we'll all pop well, dude, I've got a script. Well, I've got well, a script for one. Like, go and get one. <laughs> go get a kid's EpiPen. Just pop it in your butt before we go. Before we do the podcast. No, we'll be on the podcast. Yeah. And then I'll take it during the podcast so you can see the difference. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, thought, it's for science. Yeah. Yeah. But then I just disappear out of the frame. <laughs> we are mostly a science podcast after all. I think so. We are. I think that's what we're known for and loved for. I think yeah. that's deeply, the category we're in for. online yeah. as well. So the, the, the huge crossover of science and Mozart that we occupy. Yeah. <laughs> you can find the our podcasts listed in science and music on the Apple iTunes store. Mm. But it's could always- you, I was thinking if you were like, you know, it looks like trouble's brewing and you're going to get into a fight or something like oh, that. right. Just pop it then. You're you probably going to ramge it. You're probably, yes. Pop or the guy from Nerd, you know, Ranger of the Nerds. Um, you, you'll probably still get beaten up and stuff, but it wouldn't hurt as much. You'll love it. You'll love every you'll love minute it. of it. Or maybe you'll just be like, you'll be fight clubbing it. You'll just yeah. be like, just how to bring it to Dallas, didn't Yeah. I mean, there's only one way to find out, Carl. And you're the one that's going to have the most access to adrenaline from here on in. <laughs> and you're also the most likely to be able to pick an effective fight because you've True. just got to, you've just got to weigh about you. You'll tell yeah. some biker to get a haircut that he doesn't want. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's on. You just slam yep. down some adrenaline, and we'll see what boom. happens. But then they all pull out their like double sized adult epipens and go boom, and I'm like straight into the eyeball. Yeah, they're hard nuts, <laughs> and I'm dead. I'm dead. But I didn't feel it. I didn't the feel it. You died for science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mozart, and I imagine. Yeah. Well, I, that's that's the music I'm listening to. That's my go music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's go. It triggers violins. him. Just a classic Maria Anna banger. <laughs> when there's <laughs> When there's a Maria Anna on, it's almost like having an EpiPen. And then you put an EpiPen on top of audio, that. Audio Adrenaline. <laughs> that was the name of her first album. I think so. Yeah. yeah. She was ahead it of had, her time. It had uh, a five-minute con- piano concerto, a three three minutes of silence, and then a violin uh, quartet. Yeah. Nice. 
Nice. Rocking. People thought the silence was well sculpted. Yeah, the silence was called a pump you up, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's on your list, Carl. That's your whole list. I mean, uh, I've got one thing. Would you pay to use the search engine that didn't track you or do anything? No cookies that stopped everything like that? No. Because there's guys who were up high at Google that are like, it was pretty disgusting what we did. And they're starting a search engine, and it'll be like a subscription that you pay, right? And it won't do, it, it won't disclose, you know, it'll all the things that other companies do. It's saying it won't do, right? So they make money from their users not selling our information. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll say maybe. Yeah, yeah, because you I don't know. I don't know what it's like and what it's going to be and how much and yeah. you know a lot of things. But it's an interesting idea. Yes, yeah. very interesting. But the, everyone's mm. got all my information by now. <laughs> like, it's a, what am I hiding? What am I hiding now? I'm halfway through my life, and they've got it all. I've signed up to all the things. I've ticked all the boxes. These are lyrics. I just use random level. emails now. I just use like it's that thing I said on the podcast where you can put a dot if you've got a Gmail anywhere in your name yeah. or whatever your thing is. Just so when I get. If I sign up to a newsletter and suddenly I get a whole bunch of spam, I can see what address they're sending it to. And it's like, oh, it's from the New York Times. It's all my information. Sons of bitches. Oh, oh. You're, you're, tracking the, you're tracking the trackers. Yeah. You're one step That's ahead. That's why I got my EpiPen, man, because I'm going to go to New York Times and be like, subscription this. <laughs> you, just just need, like, you just need like a black hoodie on, Carl, and you'll be like super hacker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. According, to the, according to the ABC. All I'm going to do is just take my dog with me and just go boom into her and then just throw, throw the dog at them. Uh, an interesting like show to tearing. check out on Binge. Had it on in the background uh, while cooking. Perfect background while cooking show. Uh, it's called Barbershop. Uh, <laughs> and it's just a whole bunch of sports stars, music stars, uh, sitting around like in a, a, a black barbershop going, this is what a barbershop is. Like in, in African-American culture, it's people talking shit. It's oh, cool. Like, and so they're getting, uh, it's like LeBron and uh, uh, like a heaps, heaps of different people uh, in there. Um, female athletes as well. Mary J. Blige. Like it's different people every episode. It's and like it's, an evolution of um, comedians in cars getting coffee. And yeah, like pretty much. Celebrities, celebrities in chairs getting haircuts. And uh, <laughs> and it's just it's just interesting conversation. And um and and you know it's it's almost like listening to a podcast, but looking it looks pretty as well. Um, but that's on binge. And I, I surprised myself with it the other day. I churned through. I think there's only three episodes up, and I churned through all three of them. Just doing like drawing and doing stuff as well, where I didn't have to really pay should, attention but you should watch it carl to get haircut ideas for your um yeah. for your suggestions yes yes you would look um, good with cornrows my friend i just finished season two of the boys as well the uh oh, so did I. far out man Jesus. Far out. <laughs> it's so good though like the story yeah. is i feel like it's better story than the first season like it's just yeah but it's also yeah. just like oh, fuck. it's just it's darkly dark and horrendous but uh yes it's it's something else Sweet. Yeah, get onto it's it. a great show. I'm so happy with it. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I did. It was one of those ones where I'm like, yes, it's a boys' night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I watched the. But I feel I, bad watching it. I'm like, oh. I read the oh. first volume of comic books of the boys, but I don't mm-hmm. know how closely it follows the. 
it veers it off. Some of the characters are different sex and stuff. Right, right. Like it's kind of there, a little bit like Preacher where it hits yeah, certain yeah. marks and sort of went away from it and stuff. It's much better than Preacher. I mean, I loved Preacher, but this is just. You mean Preacher starring Jason Geary? Yeah, yeah. Jason Geary's yeah, yeah, Preacher. Yeah, Jason Geary's Preacher. Yeah, sorry, James. Sorry. <laughs> That's the only thing I liked about that show was that one character in that, that, one in character that store. In the final yeah. five minutes of the entire show. It's the only yeah. bit that made sense. It's just leading up to that. And it's like, yeah. oh, it's like Sophie's choice. Like, what's he going <laughs> to choose? Which piece of hardware is he going to choose? Guys, it yeah. wasn't me. It was it Meryl, Meryl. Streep. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was her choice. Yeah. Her ultimate choice. <laughs> That's good. All right. I think, I don't know how, what time are we up to? I can't yeah, see the that's time an hour. on the screen. We started at 22 and it's 22 now. Oh, look at that. Well, it is time to wrap up this podcast. Thank you for tuning in again this week, listeners. We'll be back again next week for 304. When's the 307, I think, was the next uh, oh, prime. prime. Yeah. So uh, we'll, Maybe we'll be out of lockdown by then. Who knows? There are changes are coming this Sunday. Yeah, um, we're not. And uh, but but we haven't reached our targets, so it, who knows? It went up a bit, be. now it's dropped a bit. So it went up a bit, and now it's down below eight. Right. Yeah. So but, it's um, getting. They're not going to do it at five. It's not going to get to five. No, nah, I think nah. they. I think they can see the writing on the wall. The yeah. The, I think they're going to have to re reassess what's achievable. Yeah. yeah. Because. Because they're they're running out of time. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even people who are like, "Go Dan," are like, oh, "Come on, man!" I'm like, "Go, go Dan." <laughs> yeah, and just like Dan, just you don't have to be, you don't have to do these press things every day. Yeah. Like he's it's just because he's basically saying he's done hundreds in a row now or something. Yeah, it's he's like, done over a hundred days. In you don't a have row. to tell us every day what we can hear on the news and stuff. You don't need to like come when there's a big na- announcement. Like it's it's like just have a rest, buddy. Like <laughs> that's all he does. All that's that's his one thing get, he does in the day. Then he, all right. yeah, then he has a rest. Puts the slippers back on. Cryo freeze for the rest of the time. <laughs> just keeping him fresh. Um, so yeah, so, I think we'll be. I think we'll be out pretty soon. I think. Yeah, uh, and then and, it's going to go we'll, up again. We'll have face to face ones until uh, one of two things happens: either Rick goes to Sydney. Uh, uh, for, oh, yeah. for uh, Thingo, or we all get locked down here again because everyone fucks it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's going up again all over the world again at, at yeah, a quicker yeah. rate. So it's, it's, yeah. yeah. Everywhere so else who, is starting to lock down again now as yeah, well. Yeah. So everyone that's whinging about us having to be locked down, it's like, well, just look at the rest of the world. We're doing yeah. pretty great compared to them because yes. we're doing these crazy measures. It looks like they just, governments just have to like give you the summer off and then. Let let it run wild and then go. All right, everyone, it's winter, winter again. Time, time to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd, so I'd go with summer, that. It's summer of freedom. And Carl doesn't want to go to the beach though. True, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also every all the footage you see of large groups of people and stuff. Unless it's like election and Republicans and stuff, it's all like. 20 year olds like 20 20 to 25 year olds like they're all the ones at the pubs and the bars and the clubs and the, all that sort of stuff like it's always yeah yeah we need to uh we need to think man. about uh, uh uh will you be home for christmas uh rick brown if you were up in sydney for magic mike it's unconfirmed i would suggest probably not yeah so how they- close is, what percentage is what's the likelihood of you going to sydney like is is it on the cards definitely oh, now like no, yeah, I wouldn't say definitely. I'm, I'm waiting for the official announcement uh, before I start to feel like it's really, really going to happen. But they're definitely right. moving forward. 
got a big Zoom meeting with the full cast and creatives on Tuesday, which hey. might provide a bit more illumination. Cool. I'm going to be on a Zoom call with LA and uh, New York and... Uh, <gasps> really? With the, um, Channing Tatum? I, I don't think Channing's going to be there, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but probably not. No, I don't oh. think Channing's going to be there. Um, no, nah, it'll just be the directors and the producers. It'll be his people. Yeah. But um, nice. it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll probably know a little bit more after that. Cool. But, um, yeah. Because I'm, uh, I'm just thinking about, uh, like, what are they going to do with the cricket this year? No. Okay. <gasps> well, there won't be cricket. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything. There'll be cricket, there just won't be crowds. People. Crowds, yeah. But you get so. It'll be like Sheffield Shield. Yeah. Yeah. You could let limited people in because it's yeah. pretty. After day one, it gets lower and lower. Just go it's on still, day three. It's still a lot. Yeah. Like day two when we go is still, you're still getting tens of thousands. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who bloody knows? Well, uh, if we've learned anything in the last last five minutes of this podcast, it's who bloody knows. We, we, <laughs> we might be together next week. We might not. But one thing is for sure, we will get an episode out to you. Uh, so uh, look out for it. Uh, I'll pop this one up today, Thursday, uh, and we will talk to you again next week. Okay, bye. Just one thing for you, Jason. I want you to grow a Hulk Hogan hairdo. Oh, hang Power. on a sec. Hang on a sec. <laughs> Can I do this here? Oh, oh, this is going to be. Hang on. I, mean... I, I have a, a Snapchat uh, camera thing up here. Amazing podcasting. Um, yes, uh, no one can see the look... visual. <laughs> giving himself so, the Donald Trump hair, which isn't too far away from the Hulk Hogan. I mean, yeah. there's a. Uh, oh, Oh, he's got the actual Hulk Hogan. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, he accomplished it. I did it immediately with the help of digital experts. Okay. The Hulk Hogan. It suits you. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. It suits you. You should go out in the world like that. I don't know if your secret skill does always give people bad haircuts. Your skill is to suggest a haircut that they will get. And, you know, that's up to the universe. You didn't know. You were still learning your powers. Sure. He, he had a weird head. That's not on you. I just think right. you'll get better at suggesting haircuts. You could give people haircuts that will make them look bad, but you could also give them ones that make them look good. Yeah. That's up to you, Carl. Oh, you That's can your power. a cat on your head like this. All right. Uh, it's time to go. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Shoot my adrenaline, hooli-doolies. <laughs>